Hi, and welcome to today's travel podcast. I interview park rangers and outdoor enthusiasts to share their stories and learn about the world outside our cities to better prepare you for your next adventure. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon contributors. If you'd like to be a part of our outdoor community, go to www.patreon.com slash days travel. Thanks and enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, I'm Jason and I'm here at Caprock Canyon State Park in Texas. Joining me is Park Ranger Donald and he's going to tell us everything you need to know when coming and visiting this park. I hope you're having a great day. So let's get started and thank you for joining us. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about this park. Uh, the park is pretty cool. It's it's about 15,000 acres of rugged canyon lands. We're off of the Caprock Escarpment. We have about a thousand foot elevation drop here in the park itself. And uh, it's, it's ranching country, mm-hmm. it's old ranching country. It was once part of the famed J.A. Ranch, which was owned by uh, John Adair and Charles Goodnight. At one time, there were 30 to 60 million bison in North America. But by the 1870s, 1880s, there was only about 500 left. And and Goodnight captured a a couple of calves out of the wild and started a herd. And the animals that we have here at Caprock Canyons now are descendants of that herd. It's a pretty awesome deal. These are very unique animals uh, with Goodnight genetics not found anywhere else roughly how many bisons do you think you have at this state park we have about 200 in the park started when we captured them in the wild in 96 off off the ranch there was about 32 we've grown it to 90 uh, to 200 now what can people expect when they come here in terms of wildlife can they they see we have just about everything you would expect to see of course we have coyotes and and bobcat raccoons and rabbits and everything else we also have a few other ones that you don't necessarily see elsewhere i mean we have badgers you'll see some badgers every now and then of course we have prairie dogs and mule deer um and then off in the canyons we have a uh, animal called an audad wait what's an audad well it's an african sheep it was brought here in the 1950s as for for hunting and it's since been termed as an exotic but they still roam these canyons can people expect any snakes we do have snakes we do have all kinds of snakes uh, the only venomous snakes we have are the rattlesnakes uh-huh. and a coral snake but you're probably not going to see a coral snake the deal is with the snakes if you see it's got a rattle mm-hmm. stay away from it best to stay away from all of them actually but especially if it has a rattle but if it doesn't have a rattle it's probably not going to hurt you yeah. just just don't pick it up it, it could still bite you and in terms of camping and hiking um what does or what are some activities this park offer to people that come here? So we have uh, about 30 miles of, of good trails inside the park here. And those trails, are most of them are all accessible by either hiking, biking, or equestrian. Mm-hmm. So you can ride horses on them. There's some of them you really wouldn't want to bike on, and some of them you really wouldn't want to ride a horse on. But, but 30 miles of trails, and uh, then outside of the park, we have what's called the Caprock Canyon State Park mm-hmm. Trailway. And it's an old railroad line that runs from Esteline all the way to South Plains. It's 65 miles long. Okay. And uh, you can hike it, bike it, ride a horse on it the whole way. That's where our, our tunnel is, a railroad tunnel. It's called Clarity Tunnel. And it's home to about half a million free-tailed bats. So in the summertime, we have the bat emergence. The bat flies yeah. flies out, and it's, it's pretty neat to see. So, I mean, we, we've got... Uh, a lot of different trails to use, a lot of different terrain. Some of it's easy, some of it's pretty tough, pretty uh-huh. challenging. Of course, the wildlife watching is probably the best thing. That's okay. what everybody comes here for. 
and you said we should stay at least 15 yards away from them? 50. Stay 50. at least 50 yards away from them. Don't 50. approach them at all. Don't feed them. Don't, but uh, they, they, they don't have to obey that rule. They'll walk right to you. And if you get caught out on a trail mm-hmm. with some of these bison, what you do is you just back off the trail, find you a tree, set up underneath the tree, take some pictures, and watch them walk by. Okay. And then they'll go by, and then you just do yeah. your keep doing yeah. your thing. And which one would be your favorite hiking trail, you would say? Oh, my favorite hiking trail. I think probably the the one that's the most challenging is the uh, South Prong and yeah. North Prong Upper Canyon. It's uh, it, it takes you through the South. You start in the South Prong and you go through this really cool canyon with all these formations, and you're you're at the bottom of the canyon, so you see up all the top around you. And then at the end of it, you have to climb up and over a ridge. To get to the other side, which is North Prong, and that's where Fern Cave is, and then you come out that way. It's 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 a challenging. It's a you know four or five hour hike. It, it, some parts are pretty physically challenging as well, but it's a lot of fun and it's beautiful. And would you recommend that one for like let's say someone here is here for a day or a group of people is here for just a day, asking for a friend? Yeah, that's probably a pretty tough one for a day hike, uh-huh. uh, for a day day visit rather. But if you just are here for the day, we have couple of them we have the canyon rim trail which is a flat one it takes you out and you're walking on top of the canyon you're at the actually at the rim so you can look down in it and there's prairie dog town out there and the bison like to hang out there so it's a good place to see bison prairie dogs and other wildlife and some beautiful views and then we also have the uh, eagle point trail which is a nice one as well it's two miles out and back so the first time i actually saw the milky way i didn't really know what i was looking at but this this was the park i actually first saw the milky way and I guess as a photographer then, like, it was just a magical experience. And I guess just tell us a little bit about your night sky because then you have one of the darkest night skies, I guess, in Texas. Or you don't have to go far to see the, then the Milky Way. Man, the skies are awesome here, aren't yeah, they? They, they are just truly are. Uh, I grew up in Dallas-Fort Worth. And, and uh, you know, I thought I knew what stars looked like. But it's not until you get out to a place like this where you really can experience it. And uh, sometimes, you know, I just live a few miles from here. And sometimes we'll sit out on the back patio and me and my kids and we'll just sit there and count satellites as they fly by. But, yeah, it's the skies here are just truly amazing. We're one of the darkest places in the country here. Um, we're a level two. We're actually in the process of getting our international dark sky certification. Okay. Um, it's a long, drawn-out, tedious process. We've been working on it for a couple of years, but we're getting there. Yeah. And, uh, but yes, to come out and see the stars here is just truly amazing. It's, it's breathtaking. Sunsets and sunrises here are amazing. Pretty awesome. I've, I've got a couple of secret spots in the park where I go and sit sometimes just to watch the sun come up or sun go down. Hey, I hope you're enjoying our show so far. And if you do, please consider joining our Patreon page at patreon.com slash days travel where your contribution will help us with our research and put out more content. Plus, you'll be giving back to Mother Nature. It's a win for everyone. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, brought to you by my contributing Patreons. What's cool is that you guys have some very interesting rocks here, too. Um, You want to tell us a little bit about that? Like, you know what I'm talking about? The little fickle ones... That's gypsum, and it's uh, basically, so this used to be a, an ancient seabed, and as as temperatures change over millennia, the, the sea would ebb and flow. It would rise and it would recede. 
Okay, so the the sea, the water had this calcium carbonate in the in the water. As it would would recede back, mm-hmm. that calcium carbonate would precipitate out of the water and end up as a layer. And that's why you see it in layers. You see all these little layers, mm-hmm. stratified layers, all up and down the canyons. And that represents every time the ocean receded and every time it came back and receded. Oh, wow. So that's why you see the layers there. So does it mean that the rocks are, have sodium in them since it was an ancient seabed? Yep. But it seems like there's another type of rock here too, right? Yeah, yeah, there's actually two different types. There's a, a satin spar, and that's what you're seeing. That's the layered one. That's uh-huh. really, it's it's like a powder. You can turn it into a powder pretty right. easy. And actually, that's what uh, sheetrock is made of. So something else that's really cool about this place that, that I need to talk about is the archaeology. Hmm. Okay, so this countryside has been inhabited by man for thousands and thousands of years. We have a, a, an archaeological site in a park it, that has dated man hunting bison in this park for over 10,000 years. Okay. So there, for 10,000 years, there's been people wandering in and out of this park and living off this land and exploring it and settling it. And, and it's just amazing. We have all kinds of archaeological sites all over this park. Of course, they're, they're kind of a secret too, but you know, you can, you can run across stuff and occasionally people do. Uh, it, it is owned by the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. It's illegal for, for you to pick up any kind of archaeological or mm-hmm. cultural or pick grass or rocks, yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah, you, you have to leave it. See, if you think about it, we have 100,000 people a year, and if everybody picked up one rock. That's a mountain. But also, it goes to show you that for 10,000 years, man has been coming into this and basically has been leaving some sign, but not very much. So it's our goal when we come into this park to make sure we don't leave a lot of sign either mm. and that goes to the leave no trace policy you know that, that we go to where, where you don't want to leave any litter you want to pick up everything if you can see on some of these uh, walls here that some people will carve their name in it of course that's a violation of law we, yeah. we will prosecute it when we do find it so we just ask that you just have respect for nature you know and, and, and really enjoy it we want everybody to enjoy it <laughs> like my shirt says pack it in pack it out <laughs> So I know the state and national park um, rangers, they always try to do their best to preserve the wildlife and the park itself. And I just want to give this time to you because you've been such a first wonderful guest. Um, You know, talk about any events or any donation fundraisers that you have going on um, that you want the people or the the audience to, to hear about. You bet. You bet. We actually have a festival. I'm glad you brought that up. We have a bison festival every year in September where we raise money, we raise funds to help restore this park for the bison herd. And not just for the bison herd. They're the keystone species. Okay. But it's, it's to restore the park itself. Our goal is to take this park back to what it would have looked like prior mm-hmm. to European man, you know, oh, 300 okay. years ago. And like I mentioned earlier, is this is old ranching country. Yeah. So with ranching comes overgrazing and, you know, and then, then the farming and then, you know, just mismanagement over centuries. Okay. It's It's gotten to where the... The mesquites that you're seeing and the junipers behind us, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be here like this. Okay. Okay. We should be sitting in a flat prairie right now with just rolling grasslands. Okay. But all of this, this encroachment is caused by mismanagement, oh. either the overgrazing or the natural process of fire being stopped. Mm-hmm. Fire was a tool that even Native Americans used. We, we tend to use it here now, mm-hmm. too. Matter of fact, you can see some evidence of it right now because we did a burn this past winter. Oh. But uh, for... For generations, we stopped that process and allowed this 
this brush to invade up to where it is now. So we're trying to restore it back to what it would have looked like. It's better for all the animals. It's better for the environment. It restores the soils and nutrients yeah. back in the soils. Carbon sequestration, all that stuff. You know, I mean, that's what it's all about. The festival is in September. This year is September 28th. Um, it's an all-day music festival. It starts off early in the morning with arts and crafts vendors, and it's in actually downtown Kittyquay, okay. and that's how you pronounce that town, Kittyquay. But uh, anyway, so it's in downtown Kittyquay, and we have vendors that line the main street. So uh -huh. you walk up and down the sidewalks, and there's arts and crafts vendors all up and down the main street. And then uh, music starts at about 3 p.m. and goes mm -hmm. till about midnight. Just want to say thank you to Donald for being our first guest at this day's travel podcast. This is episode one. If you have a chance to check out Caprock Canyon State Park, you should totally do it. It can be a one-day trip. It can be a two-day trip. It can be a three-day trip. If you're interested in the event that Donald mentioned, I will have it in the description below. If you like this podcast, please give it a like, download it, and share it with a friend. Because sharing and downloading will help this podcast grow. Check out the Days Travel website. There's so many new amazing things happening there. D-A-Y-Z travel.com Thank you and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>